Hey, let's talk Gillette. Welcome to a Let's Talk Gillette podcast. Next week, the City of Gillette will have its annual budget workshops on Monday, May 9th and Tuesday, May 10th. So there isn't really a regular agenda to review. Instead, we invited Finance Director Michelle Henderson and Finance Manager Sherry Palmer to tell us a little bit about the budget process and what leads up to the budget workshops. I guess to start, would you like to introduce yourselves? Thank you, Jason. I am Michelle Henderson. I am the city's finance director, and we thought we would talk about the budget process that we go through every year. I also have with me Sherry Palmer, and she'll be talking too on the same process. So our budget process starts in actually December of the year before, where we start gathering utility data for our pro forma presentations. So the utilities try to predict where they will be in their revenues and expenses over the next five years, and they look at both operating and capital expenses. As they are gathering that data, the finance division starts to prepare all of the spreadsheets that go along with that. And it's really a team effort between all of the utility departments and then um, finance on the back end. So in January, we gather all that information together and we put it into a document that we then present to council. So really the beginning of our budget process is with the pro forma presentations. And so we look at the expected performance of each of the utility departments individually, and we try to then set our utility rates accordingly. So that meeting usually happens with council at the end of January, at the beginning of February. From that meeting, then, the departments are working on their operating and capital requests for the upcoming fiscal year. So we send out all of the parameters for them at like the beginning of January, and then they take a couple months and enter all of their requests into our financial software system. Concurrently with that process, We are also arranging our social service agency information. So each of our service agencies is given the opportunity to request a budget allotment for the upcoming fiscal year as well. So all of that process ends in about the beginning of March. So at the beginning of March now, we have our department and division requests We also have agency requests. So these both follow the same timeline but separate tracks. And so then finance does a whole bunch of work behind the scenes, which Sherry and her staff are then in charge of. They do all of the work behind the scenes to get all of that information into an understandable format. So once finance does some of their magic, we have some internal meetings with the city administrator where we kind of go over very, very preliminary data and we talk about where we can maybe make some cuts to, to get our expenses to fit within our revenues. And so while all of those meetings are going on, finance is still working on all of the behind the scenes details so that we can have a printable budget book in the end. Sherry, do you want to add anything to that up to this point? Um, The only thing up to this point that I would probably add is that part of the analysis that finance is helping with at this point in the process is to help analyze our, especially in the general fund, what we would term operating revenues versus operating expenses and capital 
revenues versus capital expenses in order to help us better analyze where we may need to make cuts in the budget depending on the revenues that we are projecting. So a- another component to the city's budget process is our joint powers boards. So the city is a member of two different joint powers boards. There's the land board, which manages Camplex, and then the joint powers fire board, which is over the fire department. The city has a responsibility to fund a portion of their operating and capital costs as well. And so we need to get their budget requests that they're also concurrently submitting to the county. And then we have meetings with each of those entities and together with the county so that we can jointly try to figure out how much each entity can afford to contribute to those joint powers boards. So that's all kind of going on at the same time. I'm sorry, another, another meeting that we did have that I forgot to talk about was um, a couple weeks prior to these council meetings, we also have a meeting with council to talk specifically about capital, and that is our annual capital improvement plan meeting with council. We had that two weeks ago, and that is so council can get a preview of what all of the organizational capital requirements or capital needs are. In the meetings on Monday and Tuesday, Council will look at those same capital requests, but they'll look at it jointly with the rest of the budget so that they can see the entire picture. When we get to a point of where we have all of those requests pared down, that's where we get to where we are next week. So on Monday and Tuesday, we will have the meetings with all of our departments and city council, and we will do presentations to city council for what our operating requests are and then all of our capital requests are. And we will go through department by department, division by division, so that council has the opportunity to hear from each of those managers to see what their priorities are. So once we go through the two meetings with council and they have time to think about that, there is a possibility that we will need to have additional meetings with council if they still have some follow-up questions. If they are comfortable with the information as it is presented, then we then go into our readings of our ordinance. By state statute, we have to pass the budget the third week in June. And we can do it through state statute by either resolution or ordinance. The city has chosen to do it by ordinance. And so that means that we will have three readings of the budget ordinance. The first one will be on June 7th, the second on June 14th, and the third on June 21st. These readings will also have public hearings so that if anyone from the public wants to come and ask questions or say something about the budget, they have an opportunity to do that. And then once the third reading of the budget is done on June 21st and that is passed, then that will establish our budget for the upcoming fiscal year for fiscal 22-23. And I think a point that you made yesterday, Michelle, which is important to understand, as you said, this is by state statute that we have to have the budget ordinance passed by the third Thursday. But we really, at the beginning of this whole process, start with that date and move backwards in planning to make sure that we can get all of these meetings coordinated. There's a lot of staff effort that goes into this project from the the entire city. So we really start backwards from that date. That's a good point, Sherry. And just to, I guess, further expand on that, it takes each division weeks to 
have their internal meetings and to figure out what their budget requests will be for the next fiscal year. So that is definitely not a process that happens overnight. So we give them approximately six weeks to do just their preliminary budget requests. And even then after they enter those, there are still many, many, many changes that occur between those and then the meetings with council. And so thank you, Sherry, for clarifying that because that's absolutely true. We need to work backwards from our final date so that we can build an acceptable calendar. That's really the process in a nutshell. That is the process in a nutshell. Can you tell us what happens if council wants to change something in the budget? What does that process look like? That's a good question. So if council wants to make changes after the meetings on Monday and Tuesday, that will require additional meetings, of course. But we will get further details from council to see what that looks like. So we build a little bit of a window into our process from Monday and Tuesday meetings until we have to prepare our final ordinance for first reading. So we have a couple weeks in here where if council talks to the city administrator and says, hey, I don't really like this item, can we have further discussion? So then we will use the next couple weeks of council meetings, of regular council meetings, to kind of figure out what their, what their desires are and what they want to change. And then finance will enter that information into our budget system and then regurgitate it into the form of, a, of an ordinance. So they do have some time after they see the material the next couple days until first reading that we can make those changes appropriately. If our citizens see something that is concerning to them, they do have time to contact their council after Monday and Tuesday meetings and for us to have then further discussions on it. And, you know, if council would like to change it after that, we can definitely do that. That's honestly part of the reason for these meetings is to provide council the opportunity to give us feedback as well as the public. All right. Thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us today, Finance Director Michelle Henderson and Finance Manager Sherry Palmer. The budget workshops begin at 6 o'clock p.m. May 9th and 10th and will be held in the second floor community room in City Hall, are open to the public, and will be televised on Gillette Public Access Television, cable channel 192. They'll also stream online at gillettewy.gov gpa and will be archived there afterward. Let's Talk Gillette is a production of Gillette Public Access Television and the City of Gillette. For more information on city operations, visit the city's website, gillettewy.gov, or follow the City of Gillette on Facebook or Instagram.